Hoje eu preciso te encontrar de qualquer jeito Nem que seja só pra te levar pra casa Depois de um dia normal Man, Apple. Maybe that that's my problem. I was just using Windows. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Yeah. How old's your daughter? She just turned three. Oh, nice. Yeah. How many do you have? I have three. Three. How old are they? Uh, seven and five and two and one on the way. Seven, five and two and one on the way. That's awesome. When <laughs> when are you? When is when is the new one coming? In the summer, in July. Oh wow! <laughs> hey, um, I think I can hear a little bit of feedback from. Do you can, do you have headphones that you can put in? Yeah, let me, let you me go grab them. Not microphone headphones, just regular ones, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Do, 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 do. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. It's all right. You're the first one that we've had technical difficulties with. Really? Yeah, everyone else has been seamless. That's embarrassing. <laughs> How does that work? Yeah, that sounds better. Yeah? Cool. Yeah. yeah, can you hear me? That's awesome. I can totally hear you. <laughs> All right, well, we, we can start now. I'll cut everything out until right now. Okay. Oh, wow, <laughs> you've been, like, recording this whole time. It starts recording when I call. It's only been... A couple minutes. I deleted everything else. Oh, that's um, awesome. so is that just a feature that, that Skype has? No, it's a it's a third party. It's a call recorder or Skype. I Skype. I don't know. I can't remember uh, what it's called. Cool. <laughs> it is cool. It makes me two podcasts <laughs> for free. So, um, how you doing, man? Um. Living the dream. Yeah? I'm living the dream. How about you? I'm doing good. Just catching that's up with great. everybody from from the mission. Yeah, that's awesome. So am I number five? Um, I don't know. There was Mauer and Nikum and Polson and Shafin and you. So that's at five? Yes. Wow. Five. Oh, so you got Shafin? When, when when did you talk to him? Um, a couple of weeks ago. It's It's up on iTunes and the podcast if you subscribe or it's just not the same link i've got three chaffeine episodes up you do wow <laughs> yeah. three huh we split them up into shorter segments so i can put uh. different songs at the end <laughs> that's cool i'll need to go and listen to that one how's chaffeine's got a little one now <laughs> yeah <laughs> probably i can't remember <laughs> Yeah. I'm sure everyone pretty, does, right? I'm pretty sure according to Facebook, yeah. <laughs> He's got one, so that tells you. I just talked to him for a couple hours a couple weeks ago, so it's not like it's not fresh. <laughs> so what, have you been doing some uh, reading or journaling or looking at pictures or anything or just going off the top of your head over the mission? Um, I did a little bit. I don't all my all my uh mission stuff is in storage actually. Yeah. So um I just I have a journal and um that I didn't do a very good job at. <laughs> yeah. Um I was I you did a good job. I remember you waking up every morning and writing about all your dreams. Yeah, that was the dream journal part, but not the uh the regular journal I didn't do so good at. Yeah. So um <laughs> And and then just a bunch of letters from a bunch of Moses around the, you know, from from all the different areas, all the scrolls and everything that you get. Yeah, yeah. So, so, anyways, I but I sat down, and I wrote down like all my areas and all my comps just to make sure I remembered. Yeah. There's there's only one that I don't. I mean, I can I can picture him. I know exactly what he looks like. I just can't. 
remember his name for whatever reason. So here I am. I'm just traveling around. I guess the videos. I guess the. I guess the um, video is not online, right? So. No, it's, we'll just do an audio part. Um, yeah. Well, let's start off with uh, the the format. Is we start from the end of the mission and recount the last ten years since you've been home. Okay. And that, like a year by year brief synopsis of major highlights in the last 10 years like you got married or you finished school or you had a baby or you got a new job kind of stuff like that or where you live and and, and where you move to and highlights of the last 10 years year by year and then we'll jump back to the start of the mission and go from there so you okay. get, when do you get home summertime in 2006 summertime 2006 Okay. So I got home for those um I got home so my dad died the um the last 2 weeks I was I was out on a motorcycle accident, right? Right. So I get home, tons of support from the mission um stuff like that and me and my family went back to Brazil um over the day after Christmas and over New Year's. So we went back and and uh, so that I guess was the highlight. The year after I got home was was going back. That was pretty wild. Um, going did you, back did and, you go to school in the fall? Um, yeah, I did. So I went to school. Um, just I didn't know what I wanted to do or whatever, but I was just going to school. I can't even remember what I did. To be honest with you, yeah, it's kind of a blur. Um, but I went. Went back to school. I got into the. I got really involved in the business program, and I got involved in a program at Utah State called Huntsman Scholars. That took me. So the next few years, um, I went to South America with the school. I went to Chile, Brazil, and uh, Peru. I was in Brazil. I actually met up with Elder Lopes yeah. in Rio. Nice. Yeah, we went. We went to um, uh, Vasco da Gama. Um, uh, football game while we were down there, which was pretty sweet. <laughs> That's awesome. So that was that was that was that was definitely cool. And then um, I became business senator um, of the school business, ran a, a student government campaign or whatever, and came known as Daddy Croshaw <laughs> on Utah State campus. So one of the ideas that we we had, we were gonna we have everyone uh, wear uh, whitey tidies on the outside of their pants that said Daddy Croshaw across them. But we ended up not doing it. But it would have been pretty cool if we would have. <laughs> um, so ran a campaign, won, became business senator. And then um, I went to Europe the next year with the Huntsman School. Went to the Dominican. Hold on. Let's go back to your visiting Brazil with your family that Christmas. So how, okay. long, how long were you in Brazil? Where would you go? Um, so we started um, in uh, Rio. Okay. Um, actually, where was it? We we stopped at the São Paulo airport and uh, saw an Elder Peixoto. I don't know if you remember Elder Peixoto. I think so. I can't remember. Um, it, anyways, we we met up with Elder Peixoto and uh, had lunch with him. Okay, that was really cool. So I was his last companion and and, and sent him home. We lived. He was in uh, Boa Esperança with. With it was Elder Peixoto and uh, Francisco and Rodrigo and oh, yeah. myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, so Elder Peixoto met up with him, and then we went to Rio, spent some time with Elder Lopes and their family, and then we um, flew to um, where did we fly into? I think we flew into João Pes- uh, Pessoa, and uh, there was. Uh, and we drove for – we got off the plane. My family still hates me because of this. We got off the plane but drove eight, nine straight hours to Souza. <laughs> um, but that was just the best way to do it, like just just to, you know, to see all the places. And then we went to Souza, um, spent yeah. some time with uh, um, Space in His Name. He's the first counselor out there, um, really well known. Worked in the uh, Carterio, um, 
anyway, so hung out in, in Sosa for a few days. And then we went to um, Natal and Boa Esperanza and spent some time there. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember the Giovanni family. Yeah. He, he was the he was deaf yeah. or whatever, and we baptized a family, me and uh, Fernando. Yep. And um, so we hung out with them, went to, you know, all the places, uh, went to the Mohota um, Kareka, checked out that with the family, um, went to that big Kaju tree. Yep. Um, went there, and then we went to... Um, uh, then we went to Cavadelo and spent some time down there. And, and I think we even went up to, I can't remember if we went up to the Muchiron or not. Do you, you take know, your family it. to Muchiron? That'd be kind of sketchy. <laughs> I know. Oh, we did a lot of sketchy things there with my family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was wild. So, um, it was just me, my mom and brothers. Like yeah. it was, it was, it was wild. So. But it was awesome. Then we, then while we were in Juan Pessoa, um, we went out to dinner with uh, President Gishwantner and his wife. Um, we went to Terere. Yeah. If you remember Terere. Yeah, so, we were there a bunch. Yeah, so it, it, it was cool. It was, it was really good to, to see everyone, and especially what had happened. You know, my dad died. Like, it was good to kind of left. Like, didn't really say goodbye to anyone or, or whatever. Um, Did you so, leave early? Yeah, so so you left before the group left two weeks earlier or whatever. Yeah, okay. yeah, and, and the original the original plan was actually I was going to stay there because I wanted I talked to my mom on the phone when it all happened and stuff. And originally we had decided to to stay, but the next day she called me and and actually President Gishwander told me he's like, "Look, your mission's done. You got a new one. You know, you yeah. got to go home and 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 take care of your family and stuff like that." So. Um, but anyways, so change, uh, plans, plans changed and, uh, I flew out two weeks early, but actually when my, uh, group did, it was like Elder Hadfield and Chefine and stuff like that. I actually went to the airport on the day that I was originally going to come home and, uh, saw them all there. Me and, uh, Elder Hadfield and their family went to, uh, Oh, that Brazilian uh, Rodizios in yeah. Salt Lake and stuff like that. So cool. Anyways, it was it was really cool. So got got to go back, say hi and bye to to everyone, and spend some quality time with them and stuff like that. Yeah. We we uh, we were there over New Year's. Yeah. And we went to the beach um, for <laughs> New Year's party, and it was wild. <laughs> it was wild, and. And then that that night, I remember driving home, and you know I'd never been out on the streets of Juan Pessoa at two a.m. Yeah. This is like the first time, you know, or Natal. <laughs> there was so many transvestites; it was a, <laughs> I'd never seen that in my entire life. Yeah, but they were all over the place. It was like it was scary. <laughs> awesome. So, yeah. Well, that's fun. So, well, yeah, because usually you get the last week of your mission or last couple of days you go on a mission tour and you're done with your mission and you had to just jet home a couple of weeks early so you went back with your family and kind of did a mission tour with your family yeah yep exactly so it was it was really cool it was a great experience cool so yeah it was cool all right so, let's jump ahead back to school <laughs> okay school so 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 anyways with the school business i i was spoiled and had the opportunity to travel quite a bit so i went to Europe um, with the Huntsman Scholar Program. We went to uh, um, Germany, um, France, um, Belgium, uh, Switzerland, and uh, went skiing in Zermont up on by the Matterhorn. Um, it was sick. It was way <laughs> cool. Um, so I just got really spoiled, just was at the right place at the right time. Type what year thing. is this? Is this 2007 then, after you get home? 2008. 2008. 2007 was when I, um, was when I went with the school business to on the South America trip. Okay, and then 2008 you go to Europe? Yeah, 2008 I went to Europe with the Huntsman Scholar Program. What are you doing during and, the summers? Are you just going to school and doing your scholar program the whole um, year? Mostly... Um, 
talking with Birch and stuff like that, trying trying to recruit me to go do summer sales. <laughs> um, but no, you, you got out of it. You never went. I never went. Yeah, good. I, good. I, Stay, I hung it. Steer clear. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, during the summer, I just I, I worked for my uncle when I got back, so it was just mostly work. Me and my buddy started a window washing business mm-hmm. just to you know make some money and have an excuse to be bums you know mm-hmm. so um that was that, that was pretty fun so that's that's 2008 kind of 2008 2009 just just finishing school i graduated in 2010 that was the same year i met my wife this is in logan right in usu yeah. yep okay. usu so um me and my wife i don't know if you're familiar with the howl at utah state Never heard of that party? No. Anyways, it's this big Halloween party. People come from, like, all over the western United States to this party. Utah State makes enough money from this one party to support every other student activity throughout the year. It's crazy <laughs> how much money they make from this. But it's kind of a, a race, uh, kind of, it's, um, I don't know, people have come wrapped in saran wrap before. Um, it's kind of a wild party, you know, but me and my wife met there. Both of us didn't want to be there. I was there because of, um, the business Senator stuff. I was there for student government. She was there with the Institute. Uh, the Institute had a big party, but then they wanted to combine with the school to try to build relationships there or whatever. So anyways, both me and my wife didn't, or at the time, she didn't want to be there. I didn't want to be there. We got stuck at the same door. We had to check everyone in, you know, so we saw every single person that walked in, in into the party. And uh, anyways, that's where we met. My friend told me to hit the kicker just, just to ask her out. So <laughs> anyways, so I twiddled my thumbs for most of the nights and finally did. I finally... Astra, we went to the Warren Miller um, concert to the the ski ski yeah. movie, and um, yeah. it, was, it, was, it was it was pretty cool. And then from there, um, I I took her out again on her birthday, and and uh, wined and dined her, and <laughs> and uh, she got scared. So then we were friends for a year and a half. <laughs> So we just like hung out and stuff like that. It was, um, and then I eventually got to a point. I guess the next year's two thousand. Um, wait, I might be <laughs> jumping ahead a little bit. That's all right. Yeah, because we've been married. We've been married. This will be five years. So I got married in two thousand ten. We didn't meet. <laughs> sorry, we met in two thousand eight. Okay. <laughs> Wow, this is really bad. This is bad. We met in 2008. <laughs> okay. Um, in 2009 was the year of, of the friend thing. In mm-hmm. 2009, I also took her on top of a mountain on a four-wheeler and said, hey, look, I can't hang out with you anymore. I'm done with this. So I dumped her out. I dumped her on top of a on, on a four-wheeler up on a hill. She always gives me a hard time about that because the star is so romantic, and I just took her up there to dump her. So, but I don't know how I dumped her because, because we weren't dating. We were friends. How can I dump a friend? I just told her that I wasn't going to hang out with her anymore. So anyways, uh, long story short, um, we, we both like just stopped talking, I guess, stopped hanging out and stuff like that. And, uh, then we ran into each other at the Institute and, uh, she asked me to go ice skating at Merlin Olson park and the rest was history. A month later we were engaged and, um, and then, which was in February of 2010 and then in June, um, 10th, 2010, or June 11. Oh, you're the worst. <laughs> one, one of those two days. <laughs> June 11th. Okay. <laughs> we, uh, we got married in, right. the Logan, in the Logan Temple. Well, congrats, so, man. Yeah. And then uh, four days later, I, uh, I turned 25. Okay. So, 
Um, so that, that takes us up to 2000, 2011. So, and I just, I, I continue to work for the same, I, during school, I worked for a web hosting company, continued to, to, I still work for them. I didn't think I would, but there's just, it was kind of a small company when I started, there was about, uh, 40, 40 employees. Mm-hmm. Now there's 250 employees and there's just been a lot of growth and a lot of opportunity. So I work on their senior, uh, client service, um, manager. So I manage all of the client experience, churn, um, our MPS, um, a lot of just anything that has to do with the client, um, any client facing employee and, and stuff like that. So, Gave me some good opportunities. I went to London. That's where our um, a lot of our C level employees are. So I got to go to London last year and and do some trainings and, and different things like that. So cool. it's been cool. And that's I guess where we're at. I guess I had a couple kids in, along the way in <laughs> yeah. there too. So yeah, where did that happen? That that happened um, in 2012. Okay, at Ivy. She just turned on February 1st, 2012. She, uh, so she just turned three. And then we had Isla. Um, we had Isla February 28th of 2014. So she just barely turned one. Okay. So I've got two girls, Ivy and Isla. Yeah. I've got a, so, three boys expecting my fourth boy. Wow, dude. <laughs> I feel like I'm just on the trajectory of girls. Yeah. Like, that's just what I'll have for the rest of my life. So. Um, so since you've been back, any notable like church callings? Um, what have you I'm mostly done? Up, I'm uh, I've been uh, the ward mission leader when we were, me and my wife were first called or married. Um, we lived in a ward here in Logan. Um, it was a four block radius, so there's a lot of it was a lot. Or it wasn't even that; it was a two block radius. <laughs> it was just a very small but tons of people and there's a lot of turnover a lot of people in there so um but me and my wife were called to be ward missionaries and i was called to be the ward mission leader that was that was pretty cool and it was crazy to i grew up in logan my entire life and uh anyways there was we were baptizing like monthly in in that ward it was crazy just because um, you know, all of the turnover and, and, and the economic situation in that ward and different things like that. So that was, that was pretty exciting. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and then we moved, we bought, we, we bought a, bought a house and, uh, currently living just right by Logan High and Logan. And I'm now the elders quorum president. Yay. How's that doing? Hey. <laughs> It's awesome. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's busy. Yeah. So again, in a neighborhood that's really, um, a lot of transition. Yeah. You're downtown of, Logan. That's yeah. West side of Logan kind yeah. of the ghetto. Yeah. It's so kind of, it's kind of a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you can really call it the ghetto, but no, Logan, it's not like the yeah. Ogden ghetto. It's like the Logan yeah. ghetto. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but, um, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's more it's upper awesome. class. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's, that's, that's it, I guess, for, for callings. So it's, it's been, it's been really good learning opportunity. I'll tell you that. So yeah. have you, awesome. uh, have you kept in touch with any missionaries from the mission? Um, Lopes quite a bit. Yeah. Elder Lopes. Um, so I talked to him, um, pretty, pretty frequently, uh, Elder Chaffeen, uh, him and I, when actually I missed this, but me, um, I think, I think it was only a few months after, after I got home, but me and Elder Sheffin went to Washington, D.C. and, uh, stayed with Elder Jones. Um, and us three kind of hung out in Washington, D.C. for, you know, a few days and, and things like that. So that was, that was pretty cool. So, you know, there's Chefine, I talked to Elder Jones. He was me and Elder Jones were MTC companions, okay. so we 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 talk here and there. Um, I've ran into uh, Elder Hadfield a couple of times. Um, so yeah, uh, who else? I guess uh, Elder um, Birch, just because he <laughs> recruited me almost every year for 
for three years. I think finally decides like, oh, it's probably not worth it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see who else. Um, for a while there, earlier this year, um, I started my master's um, this year. And uh, before I started that, I was calling. I wanted to keep up my Portuguese, so I call uh, someone down in Brazil on a weekly basis just talk to him for 30 minutes and I couldn't believe how how much how much that helped me keep up my Portuguese it was crazy like I went from barely being able to talk to him one week to like two three weeks later it was like I'd done it for the last five years yeah almost 10 years since since I've been home, I guess. So. And my Portuguese is horrible, and I need to do this podcast with some Brazilians. <clears throat> yeah, you really should. But um, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason is I don't want to talk in Portuguese in front of all these people that are listening because yeah. that's yeah. how bad I am. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you want me to join you, we can call Lopes together, and um, we can both be embarrassed. Hey, I'm going to do that you want to do that yeah yeah all right we'll plan it that'll be yeah, way, he, that'll be way fun yeah talking about callings he's the branch president in his area. <laughs> me and lopes he's, have some funny stories oh yeah yeah so cool man let's go let's dig into the mission then we're uh 25 minutes in and okay. we'll probably go till about an hour and then take a break and then I'll call you back. So we got another half an hour of digging into the mission. Let's go back to your MTC. Shafin kind of talked about the MTC experience with your group, but talk about your MTC experience. Okay. So cause he was sick I, and on pain medication the whole time. <laughs> yeah. And he was, and his, his companion was elder Ogwin. And that was, <laughs> I don't know how would you talk about that, but that was pretty, um, did he, uh, Let's hear I don't it. know if I, what are you going to say? Uh, I'll tell that story in a minute. If he, he might kill me, but whatever, he can be mad at me. Yeah. <laughs> um, you take it up? so, um, so my NPC experience was, I, uh, I guess I, I I got I remember traveling with like Elder Hadfield and Sister Bascom and 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 no one had ever traveled before. I was the only one that traveled before, so that was kind of a crazy experience to to travel with them. And we got there. Um, Elder Jones was my companion. Um, I just remember being super excited to be there. I was especially stoked that I didn't have to go to Provo. Yeah. That I went to to Brazil, to Sao Paulo. That's the best. Um, and just remember loving it, like literally loving it. I was actually just um, reading that in my journal that um, I really loved the MTC experience a, a lot. So um, it was cool to be able to go out on the street on P day, you know, and and like go to the um, what are those called? Uh, uh, the Internet cafes, yeah. what are those things called? I don't know. <laughs> In Portuguese, I can't remember either. So, um, but anyway, no so we, you know, to go there and go to the grocery store and, and stuff like that, like it was totally Americanized, right, compared yeah. to what our mission was, because it was like that was the economy of of that area was was the MTC. So, but that was really cool. Love that. Um, so I guess. I just remember that who Elder Chaffin would... You said, who was your companion? Elder Jones. Elder Jones. Jason okay. Jones. Okay. Elder Jones. So um, I, I learned this like at the very end of my mission, but I guess I had kind of an impact on Elder Jones um, because he like he, he had this girlfriend or whatever, and I was scared of girls um, before my mission. Not really, but I just... I didn't want anything to do with girls before my mission. That was the last thing I wanted. I pride myself to this day that I never had a girlfriend and that I married someone that had a boyfriend that I totally doused on. I just, I just, that's like one of my pride and joys in, in life is that, is that I stole a missionary's girlfriend because I think having them, I think having a girlfriend going on a mission is ridiculous. 
<laughs> Anyways, that all ties back into Elder Jones was like, oh, he's talking about these two different girls and stuff like that and what he's going to do when he gets home and okay. who he's going to date and all this stuff. I'm like, dude, that is two years away. Just forget about it and move on. <laughs> like, I was pretty straight with him. I just told him, like, basically just, you know, like, just get over it and get over yourself and let's move on or whatever. So, anyways, I didn't realize it, but, like, at the end of his of my mission, he, like, told me, he's like, you remember that? I'm like, I don't know if I do. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, you told me to, to, to just to let it go and just move on. And he says like, that was a big, that was a big deal for me. I was actually finally able to get over it and just move on and serve the Lord. And it was, it was great. So I didn't, I didn't know that until later on, but anyways, love elder Jones learned a lot from him. Um, I was horrible with, with the language and he was super patient and helped me and took me, you know, aside to, to help me out. So, so that was super, super awesome. Really like Elder Jones. Um, and Elder Chaffin and Elder Ogun were, were in our, in our, um, in our, uh, um, district or, or in our district, but lived with us, you know, and, and, and things like that. So that was a lot of fun. It was, um, I think Elder Ogun got to Elder Chaffin uh, a few times, you know, he's like, I just need to, Elder Ogun, he's just a, like he's he's really great, right? But him and Elder Chaffin just like totally opposites in the spectrum. You got Elder Chaffin that's like you know grew up, worked super hard, you know, um, didn't have a cell phone until like five years after he got home from the mission. I I don't know. It took him, <laughs> took him a while to to get a cell phone. So nothing wrong with that. I actually respect that a lot. Um, but Elder. Elder Ogwin was like talking about Spider-Man all the time and like you would like be you know those hallways as you'd walk down to go to lunch and things like that yeah. Elder Ogwin would like climb himself like up these corridors like like seriously like you'd be walking down and he'd be up here and then you'd be walking down and he'd drop down behind you and like pretend like he's Spider-Man like he was just totally different than Elder Chaffin and Elder Chaffin would um, he's just like sometimes he's just enough was enough and he had to you know go on splits or whatever <laughs> so but he was really good I think him and Elder Owen learned to learn to love each other so that was really good but um, but yeah that was uh, that was the MTC experience we had we had one elder that went home um, during the MTC experience that was kind of kind of interesting uh Mm -hmm. for our for our our district so i was i have no idea why but i was called to be the district leader um which was which was really cool cool experience um we just had a really good uh good group sister bascom and sister dix dix uh dixon i think was her name yeah Um, i don't remember (laughs) i know what you're talking about though uh, they um, thought we were the most immature elders they had ever met in their entire life. Like there was one day they just sat there disgusted because we were talking about I don't know. They just we were talking about some stupid nineteen year old boy thing. We we're still nineteen year old years old, you know. Yep. They were totally disgusted with with us, and they're just like, "You guys are the most immature, you know, or whatever." So being a district leader, like I had to go and talk to them and like apologize and try to make men's and, and stuff like that. So that was a good learning experience. But again, Sister Bass and Sister Dixon were, were great. Learned a lot from them. And, and it was good for us to have them there because I think it really actually helped us to kind of mature a little bit and act, you know, like representatives of the Lord that, that we were and things like that. So so that was that was cool. But yeah, I guess that's the, the MTC experience. Cool, man. And then you fly up to Jean Pessoa, you go to Geishwantner's house or wherever, no, probably the mission um, office. <clears throat> you sat down with your, your I think Shafin went over who the APs were. It was like Gio Oliveira and uh, Watts, I think. Is that right? Yep. Yep. And then, uh, and then you're sent to Boa Esperanza with uh, Fernando, right? No, with Rodrigo. Yeah. Rodrigo. No, who was it? Rodrigo, yeah. Yeah, you were with Rodrigo. Rodrigo, but we were only together for four. He kind of left me as an orphan. Um, uh, me and Rodrigo were were companions for like four weeks, and he got called to be um, a 
uh, zone leader um, in Capitan Granji like four weeks into the transfer. So um, then Elder Elder Fernando um, uh, came. One thing, as I was thinking about what I was going to talk about, yeah. One thing I remember. So I was so I was in a house with three Brazilians, right? Elder Peixoto, Elder Francisco, and Elder Rodrigo, and then Fernando, right? Yeah. Right. So it was all Portuguese or whatever. And then you were the only American in the area, like even in the proximity. And I think you lived with three Brazilians as well yeah. in Nova Natal, if I, I remember so. right. I think I could, have, I could have been with like Lopes and um, – You were with Lopes. And then there was a – what was his name? Oh, crap. I haven't gone over my mission, so I can't remember this nonsense. But yeah, it was yeah, two. Yeah, Bra- going to do your podcast? Yeah, I don't know, but there was two Brazilians, and they were they weren't the best missionaries, and and Lopes kind of realized it like a couple weeks in. He's like, "Yeah, these yeah. guys aren't very good missionaries." I'm like, "Yeah, don't be like them." <laughs> <laughs> so I just remember like going to district meetings every week, you know, and like. Because I don't remember like running into you like during the week. It was only I only remember running into you at district meetings. Yeah, well, and that, I rem- and that when you came into your mission, Boas, Bronce, and Nova Natal were two different areas, so you weren't supposed to hop areas. But I would. <laughs> I mean, I would always be <laughs> over in that area, anyways. And I yeah. wasn't wasn't supposed to be. It's bad news, but um, I remember running into you and how, how fresh faced and. And yeah, well, and, and totally oblivious to everything that was going on. It's like, oh man, this girl. Oh, shot. I, <laughs> I was totally oblivious, and I've always been naive, and I was naive <laughs> then, and I still am. But I just remember <laughs> that I like yearned. I got so excited to see you, yeah. but you were like too cool or something like that. <laughs> you, I, I would like try to talk to you, and you'd like. You were busy doing something else. I don't know. I can't, like, I can't remember that. I like talking to you. I remember how funny yeah, you I, were. <laughs> I mean, I don't think you like intentionally ignored me. I think you were just like doing other things. But I just remember like being so excited. Like, oh, I'm going to be able to talk to other Ricks. Like, he's the only other American, you know. I, I haven't understood anything for the last, last two weeks. And now I'm actually going to be able to have a conversation and understand what's being said. Yeah, that's too so, bad you're with Rodrigo when you didn't know Portuguese because he's a hilarious guy and one of my favorite Brazilians, but he wasn't very patient with Novinho Americans. Oh dude. <laughs> well, me and me and elder, me and elder, uh, Rodrigo, we finally ran into each other a year. Once when I, when I was out a year, right. We yeah. just didn't cross paths really ever. And we, we crossed paths and we got talking, and we I remember we stayed up really late one night and talked, and I was like, dude, I thought you hated me. Like, I thought you hated me, and he was like the same thing. He's like, he's like, yeah, I didn't think you liked me either or whatever. So we just sat there and talked about how we both thought we hated each other and, and all this stuff. So what's this little guy's name? This is Lawrence. He can't hear since I have the headphones on. Say oh, hi. hi. Can, can you wave hi? Hi, Lawrence. That's my little... Finger wave. You gonna wave? <laughs> yeah, he comes down and and uh, visits these podcasts. He came down with Chef and me too. Oh, that's cool. Well, I'm <laughs> glad you. Did. So, uh, so we were um, saying, did you baptize much your first four weeks with Rodrigo? Um, we baptized two the first first um first week I was there. Yeah. Um, I can't remember. After that, it seemed like the area was pretty. There wasn't a ton going on. Yeah, it was, um, but, it was highs and lows in Boris Bronze. It could be really slow and then it could explode. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Same, yeah. same with Nova Natal. I know. Yeah. So, um, anyways, so we. So, yeah, then. And then Rodrigo left and Fernando um, came in. When did he, When did you leave? Um, I think me and Rodrigo were called zone leaders about the same time. <clears throat> I don't remember him leaving early because I went off to um, 
Uh, never mind. I have no idea. I'll have to look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he was there for four weeks, and he got he got transferred out like two weeks beforehand. I think there was some emergency transfer that happened somewhere, and Elder Rodrigo got called to be zone leader and, and compete in Ganangi. So he, he he went out, but Elder Fernando. So Elder Fernando came in. He was like a former AP, you know, and I was like super stoked to be with Elder Fernando. Yeah, um, Fernando's the um, best. Oh yeah, he was a rock star. I, I I I loved him. That was that was some of the favorite memories of the mission because you know the Fernando, um, we baptized the Giovannis, just yeah. a powerhouse family. He's deaf, so uh, the way it worked out was uh, me and uh, we would go to, we'd go to the house together, and he would sit there and write the lessons by hand um, to with uh, Giovanni. And then um, I would sit there and teach the daughters and the, and the mom. And I was new at this time, right? I was like six weeks, seven weeks old in the, in the mission. So I was like sitting there teaching them the lessons and stuff like that. And it was just crazy. So, um, and then at the about this same time, um, there was a tra- there was um, I can't remember his name. He was an AP as well. Um, but anyways, he 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 was in uh, he was in like Amaranch or, or or some area like that. But anyways, I got we went on splits, and it was kind of like just a buddy thing. They wanted to hang out, so I went on splits right about the same time that these guys were going to be baptized. And I made a stink about it. I'm like, I'm going to be there for that baptism, and I just I kind of like I just like. I don't care what you guys are trying to plan, but I'm being there. Like I was, I helped find this, this family and I, you know, going to be there. So anyways, but anyways, this elder Kimura and, and this other elder baptized like the mom and one of the girls and I baptized one of the girls and then uh, Fernando baptized the dad, but it was an incredible experience. Still a strong family in the church. I keep in contact with them and, and things like that. So, it was it was really cool. So yeah, and then uh, and then uh, then one of the biggest craziest things happened next on my mission in that same area. Um, do you remember the story about the water balloons and stuff like that? You ever hear that? <laughs> yeah, tell it. <laughs> yeah. So I'll tell you my side of the story. All right. So 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 they were. So it was being planned like all day long or something like that, you know, and I, and I was like a brand new missionary and I, I did not like what was going down. So what was was the plan? So they were just, and they kind of were keeping it like they, like what it was, I ran into Elder Kimura and I'm like, Hey, I don't know if I'm understanding correctly, but it sounds like we're going to have a water fight tonight at the, at the church. And I'm like, I am not down with that. Like, that is not cool. Like, we should not be doing that, right? And he's like, no, no, it's be fine, whatever. And I'm like, dude, I don't I don't feel comfortable about this. So, anyways, the night came. The, um, like, all the mosas and hot pies just all were, were at the church. This um, water fight broke out. I was just on the outside of the church. I had no idea what happened, but I heard later on that, People are in the baptismal font and all this crazy stuff, but um, anyways, I was I was just outside and I hated every single minute. And I remember very vividly crying, bawling my eyes out, walking around the church, picking up um, water balloons because I knew what had just happened was not missionary appropriate. I just hated it, absolutely hated it. Um. So anyways, um, so that all happened, and then um, we went home, whatever, going to bed. I'm still thinking I'm the worst missionary and that ever walked the face of the earth and all this stuff, and then we get a phone call, and uh, President Gishwander tells us all to pack our bags because we're being transferred. Yep. <laughs> and uh, he showed up at our house. It was like midnight. He left Juan Pessoa about 9 o'clock, so it took about 3 Three hours showed up at our house about midnight with the APs. Yeah, supposed to pack our bags. Was um, this before or after the? This was after. This was like two months after the uh, 
the story about the um, the Fourth of July party at the elders at the sisters' house that the sisters and elders had a Fourth of July party in Nova Natal. Oh, and so Ga- that was yeah. Geishwantner's first experience out in Nova Natal. So he was that was on the Polson episodes that he told oh. that story. Anyways, oh, keep yeah. on going. So, anyways, yeah, he, I bet he was sick of being called to Nova Natal. Oh <laughs> man, I was. I yeah, I bet. I bet him and the the stake president there knew each other pretty well. <laughs> um, not for the right reasons. So, um, so anyways, I, th- I think we got on the bus like the next morning and we went to the office, and I was devastated. I was so devastated. I seriously thought. No, my mission's over. <laughs> You're going home. Mission president's <laughs> never going to trust me ever again. You know, it's it's, and I didn't talk to President Gishwander. He, um, it was just I talked to the um, the APs. Um, Gabrielle was was the AP at that time. Yeah. And um, uh, and then the really tall guy. Who who was that? Almeida. Almeida. Yeah, they're Almeida and and uh, Gabrielle, and they're like. Oh, the crow shots behind you're fine or whatever. Because I was, I was seriously like really upset. I was just like, man, I can't believe I let this happen. Yada yada, whatever. And uh, President Gishwander sent me to Souza. That's okay. To the to the boonies, clear out to the boonies. So I went out to to Souza, and um, <laughs> I didn't see him for probably probably the rest of the transfer. So. Elder Florentino, oh, I got to tell this. So when I got there, um, Elder, it was Elder Florentino and Elder Alvino uh-huh. were 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 out there, and we were in a, we were in a trio for I think for like a week or something like that until the transfers happened. Because this was about I don't know, it was just right before transfers happened. But anyways, so I get there to I travel all by myself for eight, nine hours on a bus, you know, totally miserable. Um, and I had, uh, I had this hanging over my head. I was just like, can't believe I'm, I've done what I've done or whatever. Had to sit on this long, butt. it wasn't, it wasn't that great. I get to the Hodoriaria and, um, and no one's there to pick me up. I'm just standing there. I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is straight out of the other side of heaven. Like (laughs) I'm like, by myself here and um so anyways i'm i'm sitting there and uh and then elder alvin or elder florentino shows up and yeah. uh elder florentino and um some hot pies from the ward they were they were on splits so they show up at the the hodoviaria um we go back to the to our apartment drop off our stuff and uh he and uh, he's like, hey, we got to go, you know. Um, and then Elder Alvino, Elder Alvino, who I thought was Elder Alvino, shows up. Yeah. And uh, he was, n- and um, I was supposed to go on splits with him to go say goodbye to some people. So we went and stopped at a couple of places or whatever. Then we, then he's talking to me. And again, I'm a little new, so I'm not sure I'm totally understanding it. But he's telling me the story. He's like, so the next person we're going to, we're teaching her the wife, but the husband doesn't like us at all, and um, <laughs> stuff like that. I'm like, oh great, what's going on? So it was, it was just kind of weird. So we, so we we go to this. So I'm with this this elder, and we walk to um, this person's house. We meet him out out front in the door, and uh, so they're just standing there and. Um, he, he was, so Elder Alvino was the one I was replacing, right? He was being sent to another area and, um, it was just going to be me and Elder Florentino stayed there. So I'm with Elder Alvino, Elder Florentino's off doing splits, doing something, something else. So there, so we go and visit this, this lady and it's, it's a young woman and this young woman, uh, sits there, you know, and she's like, Hey, who's this? And I'm like, and he's like, this is Elder Croce. She's like, what is he doing here? And I'm like, and he, he's like, Oh, he's here to replace me. I'm, I'm leaving. And she gets all distraught and starts crying and, and stuff like that. And, and she like, she like starts to grab him and hug him. 
Mike try to kiss him, and I'm freaking out. I'm like, <laughs> what's going on? And I'm trying to, like, split them apart. Like, I'm, like, literally trying to get in between them, split them apart, all of this stuff. I'm like, what's going on? What's going on? Freaking out, you know? And I'm like, Elder, we got to get out of here. Like, this is this is not appropriate. Like, this is garbage. What's going on? And um, then this guy comes storming down the, <laughs> the, um, the stairs, and he's like, what's going on here? What's going on? And I'm just sitting there like, you got me. You know, I'm just totally clueless as to what's going on, just freaking out because my companion here is, like, basically hugging this lady or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, and then the lady looks at me and points right at me and says, he kissed me. He kissed me. <laughs> And I'm like, what? I did not kiss you, you know? You know, beijo, you know, beijo, beijo, all of this stuff. And, and, and then he pulls out a faka. He pulls out a knife. Mm-hmm. And he comes running after me. And I'm like, holy crap. I trip over the curb, fall flat on my back. He's standing over me, on top of me, with a knife. Like, like, eu te matar, eu te matar, eu vou matar, eu, eu vou matar. Like, I'm going to kill you, I'm going to kill you, I'm going to kill you. And I'm just, like, I'm flipping out at this point, right? Like, backing up on my back, on the gravel, trying not to be killed by this man. He's like, get out of here. So I, like, stand up to go run off, right? And um, with my life just barely flashed before my eyes. And this this elder, I'm like, elder, let's get out of here. We got to get out of here. And he's just standing there, like, He's clueless, you know. I'm like, okay, if you're not leaving, I'm out of here. So I, like, started walking around the corner or whatever. So I'm, like, leaving. I'm walking down the street. Elder Florentino comes walking up. And I'm like, Elder Florentino, we got to call Elder Gishwantner. This guy just pulled a knife on me. He's trying to kill me, all of this stuff, you know. The other elders back there don't know what he's doing. He's a bozo. And um, he's like, dude, calm calm down. Everything's okay. Everything's okay. I'm like, no, this guy's trying to kill me. Everything's not okay. (laughs) And um, he's, and then this guy comes, this um, guy comes running around the corner and he's like, oh, I'm just joking. It was a joke. And the person that was over me with the knife was actual Elder Alvino. Yeah. And uh, he, yeah, they got me good. (laughs) So. Um, that was that was the prank of the century right there. But um, so, anyways, that was that was that was kind of that was that was my that was my beginnings at, um, at at Sosa. But Sosa was an awesome area. Got to know the branch president really well there, and his wife um, had some really cool experiences with them. Baptized some some really great people, and ate. Um, Ice cream at Fleur G. Lee's mm-hmm. almost on a daily basis. Um, yeah, I, I was there with Elder Florentino, Elder Vicente. Um, that was that was an interesting. Elder Vicente is he's got a you know Jake Doy, I think we we called it. Um, so we we hung out and, and that was that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but we we became good friends and then. Elder, uh, then I got called to be senior companion. Elder uh, Wilson was my my first junior companion, and, and really he was more the senior companion. Um, he was he was he was a stud and, and things like that. So I spent three transfer there. I should say that in the same area, um, President uh, Gishwander came and visited me and had an interview. This is the first time I had seen him after the whole episode in Boa Esperanza, and he said, Elder Crochet. I talked to all the other missionaries. I know what happened. I apologize that I put you in that situation. Yada yada. Came to terms with President Gishwander, and so you, know, you, so like, you weren't going You're home. Great elder, don't worry <laughs> about it. Yeah, yeah, um, and and that sort of thing. So it was good, but, but Souza was was a huge blessing. It was it was awesome to get away, and I really you know had no one. I think Kaiko was like a two hour drive if I remember right. Yeah. Um, it was it's far. It's far from everything. Yeah, so like I and I think all the birch was I think maybe Patos was close or something. I don't know. Patos was I think a couple hours in the other direction or something okay. like that. But anyways it was it was pretty secluded. So we you know, I was just out there with um with uh 
with Brazilians the whole time. I think yeah. the, my last transfer they brought in there's four there's four elders in in Souza. So um that was so that was that was pretty cool. I should tell kind of the story, I'm sure. Have you talked to Bert yet? No. I'm sure I'm He's imagining on the list. well. Yeah. So so this is kind of a, a Birch is definitely so Birch, on the list. <laughs> yeah. Birch Birch will tell this story. If he doesn't, you need to make sure he does. But basically he had he had someone uh, a member's husband that wanted to kill him in that area. So for a long time there were no Americans in that area. There were no Americans. There was only Brazilians. And I was the first American after Birch in Souza. And uh this guy um, I we ran into him one time or two times, and the first time he like hung his head and like walked away, and I had no idea. Later, I found out. I learned about the story, but um, the second time we ran into him, he was drunk, and we were we were trying to get uh, well, I didn't know this at the time. He was drunk, but we were trying to get a moto taxi, and he was sitting right next to uh, a moto taxi, so. I um, went up to ask for a ride because we needed to get somewhere quick. And uh, it was me and another Florentino. And um, Florentino, um, I went up and talked to this guy to try to get him. And it was this guy that, that threatened uh, Birch. Um, and anyways, long story short, this guy like got up. And that's when I found out he was drunk. He got up. And he's like, what are you doing? And, and started yelling at me. And he started telling me that, he wanted to kill me and all this stuff, and that's when we jumped on a, a moto taxi and, and took off for the Hodoviari, and I was freaked out. I was, was kind of crazy. That's, <laughs> it was that time, that's when, yeah. So, but anyways, tell have 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 uh, Birch tell you the the front end of, of that story, but that was kind of the back end of of, of what I got. Not nearly as as bad as as Birch got it, but um, anyways, so. My my life was 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 kind of threatened a couple of different times, but uh, <laughs> yeah, like always, always <laughs> in that area. But it was <laughs> it was it was great. Never felt endangered. Felt you know it was, it was good. So yeah. So that was Souza. So Souza. Okay. Well, this is a good breaking point. What month are we at, by the way? Oh man, this is um, what month? So I got there. I started my mission the day. I know when you started. Where are you at when you when you leave Sosa? In Sosa. That's what I'm trying to figure out. So I was in. So you're in the MTC for how long? I'll get out of here. No, I'm. I'm serious. I'm trying to. Like okay. I don't. Two, I don't two months remember. in the MTC. Two months in the MTC. So that yeah. is. Well, where'd you spend Christmas and New Year's? Uh, Sosa. So there oh. you go. Okay. So it was. So it was. It was. Um. It was December, January. Okay. December, January, February. Cool, man. All right, I'm going to hang up, and then I'll call you right back. Okay. Será que você já me esqueceu? Será que o culpado fui eu? Será que não tem mais jeito? Chorar 